All right, everybody, just one more quick little read through before we get you to the episode. Um, so this podcast and all the other episodes are brought to you by Snake River Brewing. Uh, they are my favorite brewery here in town. Um, great place to hang out at their brew pub. They have a good little patio area, great food all the time. Um, sadly, the brew pub is closed right now due to the coronavirus virus situation, but they're still doing to-go orders, and you can still get their six-packs and growlers at the brew pub or uh, anywhere else that you would buy beer or liquor. Um, so go check them out. They're, they've been a, an amazing partner in this process and my favorite beer here in town because we have a lot of great breweries and they're definitely the best. So yeah, go check them out. Welcome back to Stories from Mountain Town, and today we have a very special episode. It is the just over the one year anniversary of Taylor and I living in Jackson. Cheers. Cheers. Taylor uh, was doing champagne a little bit ago, but switched because it wasn't giving me the right vibe. Um, but I, I am rocking a earned it hazy IPA from Snake River Brewing, as always. Because I certainly earned it today. I did the boys and I did another big splitboard tour here in the backcountry, as all the ski resorts are closed. Um, so big Taylor, bummer, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. It, if anybody who's in the just is any sort of interested in the ski industry, you would know. Basically, every ski resort in Europe and North America are now closed for the season. It's a tragedy. Truly heartbreaking. Yeah. And so that, but that hasn't stopped most of the Jackson locals from skiing and snowboarding as much as they feel. Um, pretty much every, uh, I've been hearing that pretty much every shop is now sold out of all their backcountry gear, basically. Did you know that? Mm-mm. Yeah. Hoback. All of them? Yes. Well, what if I don't have skis yet? No. Well, yours are still there because yours are rentals, but they'll be getting used. Take it easy on my little legs. <laughs> yeah. So um, explain, if you want to explain to the to the audience what you're talking about when you say you're getting new skis, like the system that's going on and where you're getting them from. Yeah. Um, so this year we, well, Tyler has been into it since we moved here, but I rented a few times um, some backcountry touring gear. So we ski, uh, skin up and then ski down. Um, and I am getting a pair of the demo skis for a discounted price, but I don't get them till the end of the month. So... 10 more days of skiing on the skinny skis and then I'll be ready to shred. Yeah. So Wilson backcountry sports here. I've talked about them numerous times. Andy, they're the owner. He's, he's outstanding. He's awesome. Um, they, so they rent ski touring setups. So that's for those that don't know, it's a different, different bindings and usually different skis so that you can walk up things and then ski down them in the backcountry. Why would anyone want to do that? <laughs> yeah it's no fun nobody nobody come out we here to do it. it um so they rent them and taylor's rented a couple times and um then at the end of the season he sells his rental fleet from that year for bikes and skis and if you uh, they just they, they set a certain date at the end of that season and if you call in and get your name on the, one of the lists for that model of ski or bike then you get they'll call you up at the end of that month and say, hey, do you want them? And then you say yes, and you go in and buy them for like, they usually do half off retail. And um, I think with your skis, since they're pretty wide ones, and you're, I mean, you're on the taller side of women, right? Pretty average, I think. Oh. Um, well, maybe, yeah, maybe just because they're big pow skis. They won't mm -hmm. be used a ton. And if they are, they're in powder. And so they're not going to be like scratched up or like nicked up or anything. Yeah. And it'd probably be just people like doing like one lap on Edelweiss and taking them home. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're both pretty psyched. I'm really psyched to do to for you to get those because it's nice being out in the backcountry with just the dogs alone and get some alone time, but it'd be a lot more fun to do it with you, honey. It'd be a lot more fun for my skis to not hit me in the head. 
yeah. with the new backpack. Well, they wouldn't with the new backpack. I know. I'm just saying. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Well, you can actually Compared walk up things. Setup. Yeah. And you have more freedom to do things. And there's different the different boots. Taylor just got some ski touring boots. Tell, tell them about those. Oh, we're those. all set up now. Got the boots. Just need the skis. Last year, I'm comparing all of this to last year when we went and did Mount Glory. And I was a disaster. Um forgot how to ski on the way down and then was complaining the whole way up because I had my resort skis <laughs> pounding me in the head on the way up because we just strapped them to a regular backpack. So it's going to feel real good going to the proper equipment. Try to talk more directly into the mic and like not so far away, like uh, a fist you away. Cut that out. No, like a fist away no, from, the, from the microphone. <laughs> um, <laughs> These mics are new for me. Yeah. This is Taylor's first trying time to trying to figure them out. Oops. Oh, and she oh. spilled. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, she's going to be totally equipped now. She got a new backpack for Christmas that's better for skiing. Um, lighter skis, touring skis, skins, uh, adjustable poles, better boots. You'll be ready now. A backcountry babe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, we've been here for a year. Tell, is there anything that that you like an opinion of the area that you had coming in that has either changed or been verified after a year of living in it? Mm. I don't feel like I, I guess when we visited here, I could not comprehend how people lived here and had normal (laughs) jobs and lives, but it's really not that different than anywhere else. Like I remember um, coming to visit and being like, how did you get a job here? How do you live here? What do you guys do? You don't have a target. What goes on in this town? <laughs> don't have a target. <laughs> I didn't That's even. That's the most Minnesota thing. I couldn't even You've comprehend. ever said, wait, you, you don't have a target? How does life go on? They, uh, well, That's the most Minnesota thing ever. We're still here. So <laughs> I go back to Minnesota at least every three months to go to Target. It's been a while now. When I know. Was the last it has been a while. In Minnesota, um, December? For, yeah, for next wedding? time, I think. Or no, yeah, you went back for Christmas. Yeah. And yeah, so that'll be uh, just about three months now. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Um, But it's not that much different than like the day-to-day life. Like you go to work, you come home, you just have way cooler views and easier access to do a lot of things. I don't know why I couldn't figure out how people lived here, but they live here just like everyone else <laughs> on the planet. Yeah, that's a good point. We still like work our for you seven to sevens. For me, more like a you know eight to four, mm-hmm. like I would in in Minnesota or anywhere else. But my afternoon walk with the dogs is like a world class view that people pay millions of dollars to 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 live at, or or it's you know a little tour on the pass or something quick or like like you can do like quick little afternoon things instead of just like you know when we lived in fridley i would just walk in this park like every day because that's all the nature we had in that area Mm -hmm. it's i'm just saying it's still the same like life yeah i'm agreeing with you yeah um it's just cooler views yeah even even running errands is like world-class views right yeah like going to albertson's like you're looking at snow king and the buttes around the around town and like the mountains in the distance Mm -hmm. or like picking someone up from the airport is like not a chore because you you go you drive towards the the grand and you get to see all the grand and the big three yeah the animals up there like Mm -hmm. your normal everyday stuff is just like has this sprinkle of magic on it because it's either you're looking at the enormous the tetons or you see a moose or you see elk like leaving our neighborhood we see elk every Mm -hmm. single day yeah, when I pull up to the um, the hospital parking lot, goes right up to Elk Refuge, and they were like six feet from the fence the yeah. other day. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Do they do they look at you when you pull up? Oh yeah, they're like, hey, have a good shift tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you get in there. Um, Be sure to put your N95 on. Do they do they seem bigger since you're that close? Is it like? Yeah, they do because they, they haven't been this close in a while, or I haven't noticed. I think they've been feeding them in the middle. Oh, I just from driving up and down and noticing where the herd is at. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was something that changed for you. Is there something that was like verified for you or like after a year you're you like, 
uh, are reassured about something about the area? No, you don't like, have to. Like, I'm just thinking no, questions I'm just saying uh, expand on it a little bit. Well, like if you came in with the idea of the of the area, or when we first moved here, you had a certain idea of what what goes on here, and and now after a year, it's been verified that you you know you do like it, you do love the mountains, or something like that. I think I liked it more than I thought I would. I thought I, <laughs> I was very intimidated by it, just because I feel like the, um, I booped my nose on the microphone. <laughs> Fist away. Just because I feel like um my preconceived notions of this place were that everybody here's a badass and shreds, which most of, most of them do. But there are people who are like more mediocre, just getting into it. Like outdoor adventure things like skiing or hiking or biking. I didn't bike until we moved here and now mm. I'm way into biking. Like you don't have to, c- you don't have to be scared to come here because you don't feel like you fit in with this this kind of stereotypical jackson person who lives here it's there's yeah, you'll find like, people who aren't like there's aren't pl- like yeah there's that. plenty of people who do just as hobbies and not extreme yeah. and you sell yourself short all the time you are certainly on the extreme side of your skiing and biking ability you don't mountain bike but your road biking ability you do like 25 miles at a time yeah, so that's been kind of cool and because I feel like that's something there. I just I've gotten into things I wouldn't have gotten into if if we were still in Minnesota. Yeah, so that's cool. And your skiing ability is outstanding, Taylor. Moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, as long as you, really, as long as you want to coexist with people, live in a, live in a small community, and you're at, you want your activities, your hobbies to be out in nature, outside somewhere. There, you can fit in in any mountain town, really, yeah, right? For sure. Because there's there's so many different activities people are here for. Mm-hmm. Whether it's biking, skiing, snowboarding, hiking, fishing, golfing, mm-hmm. you know, the only the common thread is that they just want to do stuff a- that's active outside and enjoy the mountains. Yeah. So as long as you have just a desire to do that, you'll find people that want to do stuff with you, and you don't have to be the baddest of the baddest stuff. Yeah. Most. Yeah. The vast majority of people that I've talked to just split boarding or, you know, hiking the pass or something. If you have a question, they're so happy to answer for you. Or like, if you don't know where you're going, you can be like, Hey, um, can I just go with, can I walk there with you guys? Cause I don't know where to, how to get to that spot or whatever. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the first time Ryan and I did Mount glory and the first time we did, um, the Edelweiss route, yeah. we just like walked up to someone random. I was like, Hey, um, we've never done this route can you can we go with you because we don't want to like put ourselves in danger yeah and and both times have been like yeah sure come along you know because the safer the higher the level of safety is for the whole everybody in the in the back country it's better for everyone yeah exactly so the point is you don't have to you don't have to worry about being the extreme skier or being the crazy good fisherman or the being the fastest biker in town you just have to want to do it. That's all. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Is there, okay, so next question. Is like there an anything, interview. that's what they usually are. <laughs> but usually the, the guests are more talkative. Um, <laughs> I haven't had enough glasses of KJ yet. <laughs> um, what, what is something that, um, that you've learned in, the, in, your, in our year here that you don't like about the area? I just really sometimes miss um, like how easily accessible it was, which this is not a reason to not like a place. I do love this place. But something that just came up the other week was that my phone was broken and there was like nowhere that could fix it here. So I ended up mailing it out. Like that's kind of little stuff you take for granted when you live in a big city or bigger medium sized city. It's, It's so easy to get groceries, get things fixed, like if an appliance is broken, someone's out there that day, that's just not, um, we don't really have that here. I mean, we have a lot, but we don't have. Yeah. Ignoring the fact that I think your break on your phone was a weird one because like three different places said that they do fix everything else. But that, um, that is a good point because we've had time that time when we were here vacationing and Steven's phone broke. Steven's phone broke. And yeah, we, he, he couldn't get a fix here either. 
So I think and it's probably just like, you know, there's not enough demand for that sort of thing all the time when you can very, so it's just as easily mail it to Idaho Falls or go to I- Idaho Falls, you know? Yeah. Um, the other thing which we talked about in the last episode was that um, it's way hard to make friends when you're older. <laughs> like way more challenge. Not that it's hard. It's just, it's more challenging than um, I thought it was going to be, but we have friends now, so don't worry about us, guys. It just took a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't really have any issue. Oh, shush. <laughs> you forced it. Yeah. I forced your friend. Yeah. The, I We're going to get Haley on here, and I don't yeah, know if I've told this story before. Needs to be on here. But Taylor, basically, Taylor's closest friend that's a girl here, Haley Lunger, and she's a, um, she's a seventh, grade, seventh grade math teacher, yeah, um, who is the owner of Bridger's girlfriend, Zuma, that beautiful German shepherd that you sometimes see on my Instagram or anything. Um, we Taylor and Haley had met. You, you should just tell that story. Oh, well, we met at Bikes and Brews and what? It was a, yeah, it was a it was like Bikes a and Brews. It was a beer festival at the village. Yeah, where you paid X amount of money and then you got to try all the different. Yeah, it was um, a bunch of all the local breweries, breweries yeah. like much from Colorado, Idaho, all like these mountain town breweries. So she had Zuma there and obviously I was just immediately drawn to the yeah. German Shepherd and wouldn't leave it alone. And then we started talking and I showed her pictures of Maverick and Bridger. Um, and she actually, this is funny, Haley broke her phone at that time and she didn't have a phone. She only had her watch. So we were like, had sort of made loose plans and then never stayed in contact because she didn't have a phone at the time. Um, and then a few weeks later, probably, I think it was, we were at hiking Snow King and ran into her, um, and another teacher at Snow King. And I was like, Hey, uh, I know your dog or something like that. I can't remember how it came up. We were like, we remembered each other's dog's names, but didn't remember each other's names. Yeah. She's, I, I think she said, Hey, I've seen pictures of those dogs. Yeah. And, and, um, and Bridger was like smitten the moment he saw Zuma. Yeah. Him and Zuma are in love. Yeah, I've never seen two dogs that like show f- show physical and like show attraction and like care for each other like those two like romantic care. <laughs> They're like, like they give up their beds for each other. Yeah, share Bridger their will bones. like give Zuma a bone if he has it. Like he'll mm-hmm. just set it next to him and be like, "Hey, here you can have it." Young love. Yeah, or like, or, or yeah, he'll get up from his bed and like have have Zuma lay down instead. It's quite precious. Yeah, it is. But that's um that's Haley that's our, my closest friend out here. Yeah, and then so we said, oh hey, like remember remember or you guys said like hey remember from beers and brews or whatever, and then bikes and brews, and then they're like oh all right we'll see you later, and then they started walking down, and I was like no, we're not losing this one. So then I like started walking faster to to stay right behind them, and then I kept asking them questions to keep queuing up conversation to to like push the opportunity for taylor to make a friend because taylor's not as bold as i am and then we eventually got to the bottom after like you know the whole hike down of conversation because i kept pushing it um and then they were like hey do you guys want to get a you guys want to get a beer at still west because still west is right there and we're like sick yeah and then and the rest is destiny that's uh zoom on bridger's love story yeah (laughs) But it is, <clears throat> I, it is harder to make friends as as an adult because everybody has their friend group. They're not really like looking. Like you wouldn't just walk up to someone random and be like, "Hey, want to be friends?" That's kind of what Jeff did. But <laughs> most people don't do that. Um, and here, and here, there's actually an opportunity because you know everybody moves to town. Most people just move to town. They don't like grow up here and then live here. And, um. So they're all looking for friends at the same time. Like mm-hmm. all, all of our friend group, um, with the exception of, of Haley, got here. Within like three months of each like other. Couple, yeah, a couple yeah. months of each other. Yeah. So it was all like we had all gotten here and we're like looking for our friend group, trying to solidify what we're going to do and like how to have fun and stuff at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think we all came together the way we did. Yeah, for sure. I have a question. What? Um, I want to know what... Um, is your favorite part about living here? <clears throat> one thing, that's all. Uh, you can only pick one. 
my favorite part about the Jackson Hole area is the some sort of I'm gonna get really hippie here on you guys. Oh Lord. Some there's some sort of energy that's going on here that I only feel here. And I feel it on like days in the morning when it's when it just dumped snow at the resort. I feel that buzz in the air. I feel it every time I go up towards the national parks to see the Grand Teton. I just that massive slab, no, I know what you're talking the about. massive yeah. like s- magnitude of the mountains here. Energy. There's like an there's like a buzz mm-hmm. to it. Um, I feel it anytime it starts snowing. I feel it when I'm standing on top of a mountain, just like looking out over the valley. Guys, he's I, tearing up a I, little bit. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I just feel this buzz going on like all the time here. And you might have noticed this because I've been waking up super early and going going nonstop, like whether it's working hard or just like my activities that I do, like I just have this extreme amount of energy and it comes from that buzz and like just being really happy with my life too. Yeah, that's true. Do you that's, feel, do you feel the buzz? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's like, it's contagious sounds really energy. silly but yeah yeah it's like everyone has the same attitude when you go out on a powder day or like when you're all in the park in the summer on your paddle boards mm-hmm. like there's no negative energy it feels like yeah there's so That's much really positivity cool. that mm-hmm. just like gets traded around might be the sloshies can, can, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah what's more contagious coronavirus or positive energy on a powder day <laughs> <Don't joke>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah it's i've actually like always felt it when it's snowing like in Minnesota since I was a kid. I would mm-hmm. just like go and walk in the woods when it would be snowing. It's like if you don't know what we're talking about, it's kind of the feeling you get when it's Christmas time and people start putting up their Christmas lights and their Christmas trees. I don't feel that. Okay, well, like <laughs> girls maybe, like when Hallmark movies start coming on about Christmas. I don't know. It's this, it's this nice feeling. But it's here all the time. Yeah, it's here, it's here most of the time. There's yeah. down days and there's days when the you know stuff is shitty and whatever. But... That's my favorite part. It's the buzz. It's the energy that I get from being here. Love it. Yeah. Um, and that goes into uh, the positive energy thing. There's a cu- there's been a couple days this year skiing or snowboarding. I mean, at the resort where I'm with this really fun group of guys, um, Noah Ryle and Sam. I don't know your last name. Sam Hurd. Sam Shuts Hard. Yeah, and um, Alex Greco, and they all went to college together, and they're just like full of positive energy like they're really really good skiers so they're setting it off like these jumps and these cliffs oh and cole philpaw forgot about him um and he's a snowboarder don't forget about cole. and they're all just sending it off all these jumps and cliffs and like powder slashes and like ripping through the woods and like and they're doing they're trying to you know ride as hard as they can and they um and I'm trying to ride as hard as I, as, as they are also. And it's just this really fun transfer of positive energy when someone hits a big line or someone does a big jump and then that back and forth, like, and then, and there's no expectations about it either because when you're having such a good time in your own skin and Mm -hmm. having a time, just a good time, just on your own, but there are people around, you can pass along around the energy really, really easily Mm -hmm. without like the expectation of like, Oh, Tyler's got to do a bigger jump or something. Yeah. Because there's never, there's never any of that. It's so much fun. Um, Let's play a game. Okay, what's the game? Okay, the game is that... This is the first game on the podcast. <laughs> the game is um, we're going to go back and forth saying our top... Pick a number, one through ten. Higher than five. Five through ten. Ten. Oh, okay, top ten. Favorite things that happened in Jackson, our first year in Jackson Hole. Okay, we, you should we rank them or just random? At random. Ten. Okay. Um, the, f- the, the, f- the moment. Okay, here it is. <laughs> when we were driving here, um, I was in my truck, loaded all up with the dogs. Um, Taylor and her dad were in her car, loaded all up. And then my dad was driving the U-Haul van for us. And so I was alone with just the dogs and my thoughts for an 18 hour drive and we stopped. So we got to interact with them, but mostly alone. Actually it's me, my thoughts and Joe Rogan. Cause I listened to a ton of his podcasts on Mm-mm. that. 
but it was about the time where we're going through Du Bois and you're getting up Togety Pass where I had this doubt creep into me. And I was like, what? why am I doing this? Moving across the country, moving Taylor across the country. This is so much effort. Like my dad just drove a U-Haul across the country. Everybody's going through all this effort, like all because I wanted to have this, ch- I had this childhood dream to live in Jackson. And I just, this doubt was creeping into me because I was just alone. Side note, I never knew any of this. I've told you this. <laughs> no, I did not know this. <laughs> and on Togety Pass, if to any of those who have driven up there or whatever, you get to like the top of it and then you start to come into the this valley and you can see the Grand from like way the frick, frick over there. Like you're right, right, it's right by Togety Mountain Lodge. And it was right when the, the doubt in me was getting um was swelling it was getting bigger did i come over the top of the pass and i saw the grand and chills went through my spine of like oh that's why i'm doing this and that was when i tapped in that i could feel that energy again that i always feel when i'm here that like reassured me and as to like this is the most beautiful place in the world that's why i'm that's why i wanted to be here that's why i'm doing all this that was a good one yeah. Mine's much less emotional than that, but <laughs> number nine, Fourth of July. Okay, that was a really fun day. <laughs> Do you want to go tell, yeah. tell them what we did? Um, Fourth of, of July was uh, really, really fun here. We had heard that the thing to do is to get tubes and go tubing down the Snake River. Um, and our friends described it to us as really, I feel like we've talked about this before on here, but I can't remember. They described it as the lazy river. Um, Not at all the lazy river. We did not know what we were (laughs) in for there. But anyhow, we had a blast. I'm I'm not talking just the float. The whole day was super fun. We came back up to our house, um, took the truck up to the top of the road, drank wine and watched fireworks from the top of the butte. It was just like a picture perfect day. Yeah, and we had all our whole, friend, our whole group, group of friends, of friends. and uh, Ryan and Elsa were here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met we met Alex Kissinerigus that day. Um, yeah, it was a nobody super. except for Alex's toe getting kind of busted in the river, but that was only only, only casualty. incident. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like sweet. when and that's a that's a day like I've been here um, years past not doing that, but here on Fourth of July, yeah, people like die every year. Someone I died that, say that day. I know. Sad. But it's just like a crazy because everyone's drinking and there's a yeah. ra- a, it's a real river. There's like rapids, and if you don't get out at the right time, you can get go under some bad rapids for tubes and you know whatever. Pe- bad stuff happens when people get drunk. Yeah. Okay. Number eight. Um. Number eight. So about thirty minutes after my last moment, um, I was just north of the airport. No, no, no. I was actually, I was, no, I was pulling into town, going by the Elk Refuge, pulling into town for the first time as a resident or going to be a resident. Resident, and the song "Sunrise," "Sunrise" by Ryan Bingham started playing on my, um, on my stereo or my in my truck, and. The intro to that song is the intro to this podcast. It's the theme song now. I, I changed it to that because it's this really, really, really beautiful. Um, I think it must be like a violin or a fiddle intro that just sounds like the most Western, the most cowboy sort of sound you could ever think of with some acoustic guitar. And it's just, it, it's a, I always get reminded of the mountains when I hear it. I just, it just feels Western to me. Yeah, it does. It reminds me of when we go oh, to number seven. No, I wasn't Is that done what yet. number? I wasn't done yet. Oh, sorry. I- and that song, so that song was playing, that intro was playing, and I was just riddled with goosebumps and chills throughout my whole body because it was like finally, it was like init- the initial set-in was happening of like, I'm driving into Jackson to live here, you know? Okay. So that was, so that's number, that's number eight. Okay, number seven is, um, I feel like we did this a few times, but when we go back, by Slide Lake and hike around. And I'm not going to name the secret spot, but that's what I'm talking about. Why? It's where the water's blue and the rocks are red, but we're not telling you the name of it. Yeah. It's been talked about, but yeah. Oh, shoot. (laughs) I don't think it's a big secret. There's there's an area here (laughs) called Slide Lake, 
it's a lake that was formed by this enormous landslide in the 20s um that that took out like an entire town um and there's all these really cool like creeks and rivers and then it starts for some reason the mountains there transition from like pine covered like sharp rocky granite mountains to like red rock um red rock hills like you would see in like utah or arizona or something Mm -hmm. and it's just this weird little pocket around du bois that like has that and that's where that's kind of where that comes from so it's one of our favorite spots to go to if we didn't if we weren't getting away from it enough at (laughs) in our current house like that's where we go to really get away because there's never anybody out there number six um he's on the spot an actual time other than Um, your first day here yeah I just, yeah, I just said those consecutively because they were in the same idea. Um, there was a powder day in January here at the, here at, uh, I went to the resort and it was like a Friday. So I just took the Friday off, went cause it was like, it was like 14 inches, like, and still snowing, had to get out. And, um, it was a day when they had a kind of a delayed opening because it was so much snow that they had to take some time to. Um, do some more blasting and it was a busy weekend so the lines were really long waiting for the lifts to open and so our friends Jeff and, and Noah they tried to get out before they had to do stuff for work um, but the lines were too long where they couldn't even get a run in and other people had to work Taylor was like sleeping or something um, sleeping from a night shift not just being oh, lazy just being lazy <laughs> sleeping <laughs> no um, and so I was just like okay I'm just gonna go because this is gonna be great no matter what and I'm standing in the singles line line to get in the bridge of gondola and sam walks up and it's like hey dude how's it going and i was like oh shit it's hey man and so then i waited for him to get in the line with me and then we rode the whole day together and just had the sickest day ever and what i like about it is sam and i met in december when he moved here and noah introduced me to him and we like hung out one night drinking beers or whatever and i like it because it's just this person that you know, super randomly comes into your life and you just ha- can have like one of the sickest powder days I've ever had. One of the sick, most fun days snowboarding I've ever had, which is this like person that I recently met. I think that's really cool. It's a really cool thing. Jackson about energy. Jackson vibes, energy man. or just like skiing. Like I could skiing. I could just skiing. skiing. I could just, I could pick someone random. If they want to have a good time skiing and like want to ride fun things, I could probably have that as fun of a day. Tyler and I, on the other hand, have a hard time having that together sometimes because <laughs> because i've ended up crying on half of our runs not this year no we've improved this year but that was that that was another really really fun notable moment number i gotta get sam on here he'd be cool to have on Mm -hmm. because he's he's like equal parts so he's like super smart he's like a technical designer like he knows how to like um design the structure of like shoes and hats and shit you know like that kind of designer He's equal parts like that, like technical, kind of minded, and also like kind of ski bummy. And I mean that in the best way. (laughs) Number five. Number five. Is this your turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Crap, I wasn't prepared. Um, Oh, just the other day. Hot sprang in. That was that fun? Yeah, that was really fun. We went hot springing with um, Jeff, and we met a bunch of people from Minnesota. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're ever listening, we had a blast with you guys. Yeah. It was really fun. And yeah, that was really, I really liked that because the dogs could be there. Yeah. That's a big thing in any of my activities. Can the dogs be there? It just takes a lot of the stress off of like, not that they live this terrible life when they're sitting in their kennels at home, like they're totally fine, but we just feel better when they're with us. Yeah. And it enhances the experience. Like for sure. And everybody there was so psyched to have the dogs there because mm-hmm. they're really nice going up to people saying hi. Um, and like the, t- the tourists were like, holy shit, they even have wolves here. <laughs> Cause the wolves that walk right up to the hot springs. Yeah. Cause the dogs were just like standing around the edge, like hanging out with us, walking around sniffing stuff. Cause it's right along the river. Um, those hot springs are, yeah, that was fun. Number four. Number four. Uh, I'm trying to think of something in the summer that Oops. that oh, I, I got had one. a really good day. Let me tell you what it is. Sure. Oh yeah. Um, 
Oh no, I'm. I, I was. That was really loud in the mic. So sorry, um, everyone. Uh, so when this okay, this is for real. That when when uh, Taylor Rosemark, which is Taylor Weiss's best friend, um, and her boyfriend Tim Schaefer came out here. Um, we had a blast doing a bunch of things, but the the moment that I really really had a good time of was when we went up to the top of the butte to do our normal charcuterie, charcuterie, and wine and beers and um, watch the sunset. And we just like stayed up there for so long. Like nobody moved. Nobody yeah. even said anything. We were just staying up there watching it dark. until like it was totally dark out. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think just in our modern world that we do that enough. That no. Human, and it was like enough. none of us were even thinking about, yeah, nobody All of a sudden, any... we were just like, whoa, it's like 9, 10 p.m. Maybe we should head back down. Yeah, nobody was like, oh, I got I to gotta be somewhere. I got to go down somewhere. There was no anxiety about being anywhere but right at that, right in that spot at that moment. You know? And the, dog, the dogs were there. And remember, remember that bird? Oh, yeah. There's some sort of like ground, ground nesting bird that we must have been near the nest. And it would fly around and chirp at us. And then it would dive bomb us and it would flap its it wings. It was going for our cheese. It would flap its wings super hard and again, like against. Could have been body. a bat. Yeah, that's a bird. Okay. I can see it. I've had <laughs> I've had it do that to me before, and it would sound like it's like buzzing at you, mm-hmm. and so it's trying to like right scare us off. Head, yeah, um, but that was Matter. that was kind of weird. So yeah, that was what was that number four? Mm-hmm. Number three. Oh man! Oh my! Oh, um. Uh, boating on Jackson Lake with the meanies. Oh yeah. Actually, I'm gonna take number three. Are we on number three? Yeah. And and make it a three for three. And it's gonna be boating with the meanies. Um, which was so well. Actually, I'll tell you all three of them real quick. Um, one of them was when my mom and sister came out and. Wait, you were doing three of them? Yeah, three of three? them for number three. I'm <laughs> loud. Okay. <laughs> um. This is the family one, number three. Um, th- it's not even a specific time or a specific occurrence when they came out here. It's just that they were out here because my mom had never been here before, and it was super cool to see her reaction to everything and mm-hmm. then for my sister to be here too. And then my other part of number three is when our dads moved us out here and we all shredded on St. Patty's Day. Oh, yeah. That was really fun. That was fun. Those are good ones. Number two. Number two. I just had one, I, but I forgot it. Did I, I lost take it? It lost me. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, number do. two is the first day that you got touring skis. Oh, yeah. That was and we did Edelweiss. Mm-hmm. Um, that was such a fun day for me because I do that sort of thing alone with just the dogs all the time. And it's... It's really fun to see you getting into a new activity and one that I love to do. And like just seeing you learn something new was really fun. And it was a beautiful day. Yeah. And, and the pow, the powder was in, insane. I think part of that that made it super fun too was just like I was expecting to be absolutely terrible at it. And then it wasn't that terrible. So it made it feel so much better. Why the is, the expectations that, were low. Why is that in your nature to expect the worst out of yourself? Because I did have the worst out of myself the last time I had tried going skiing in the backcountry. Eek. No, you done. We did no, two oceans before that. Oh, I forgot about that. I was just parent comparing everything to my first, uh, <laughs> my first time on Glory, which I think we should be done talking about. Number one. Number one, your turn. We no, we have to jointly come up on with this one. No, it's your turn. Oh jeebus. Oh, um, for my birthday last year, Tyler, um, first of all, contributed to a bike for me, which is like my favorite thing on the planet is biking all summer long. Um, so that was really cool. But then he also planned a little day for us and we evening for us and we went to Calico. And had dinner, and then we went hot tubbing at the T-Town Club. And tell them about how I. It was like a little staycation. I didn't tell you about about the hot tub at all. All of it was a surprise. 
So you had like packed wine and so yeah, I put. And oh, I'm gonna tell. <gasps> okay, fine, you tell. I got us reservations at the at Calico, which is our favorite restaurant, Italian Italian restaurant here. And then, and I don't know what you're doing that day, but then I packed a backpack with like wine and cups and swimming suits, and uh, that was it. And then put that in the truck, like away from her so she can see it a real then, surprise and then um we go to dinner and have a great dinner and then i was like all right well let's go home and then we get in the car and then i turned the, towards the village instead of turning towards home and like she's super confused and she's like where are we going what are you doing what are you uh. going the wrong way yeah and then i pull up into where we parked to go to the teton club and then yeah and then that's when she knew I think, right? Yeah. We were going hot tubbing, man. Yeah. We love hot tubbing. If only we could have one here for the quarantine. Yeah. Probably best we don't. Why is that? Get it could get out of hand. Why? Maybe more than 10 people would show up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, switching gears. We're going to discuss, um, we're each going to name a couple of, uh, so Mountain Town is living is great but there's also things that aren't great um so we're gonna mention a couple like the one through ten game but we'll only do two i need to open another beer Blo- yeah open a beer for this one these are gonna be the bloopers what do you mean by what do you mean by bloopers well what like first comes days? yeah i'm thinking about when <laughs> i only have one what uh when i ate shit on my bike oh yeah that's a that was a rough day um, I was thinking when we tried to go camping at Shadow Mountain and got a flat tire. That worked out that worked out pretty okay though. Did it? Yes, it did. Okay. This is the way it went down. We went camping on or we were tr- well who the hell tries to go camping on Memorial Day weekend at like six PM? Labor Day. Labor Day. Six PM. Obviously there's not gonna be any any sites. <laughs> but we tried. Well, it was uh, when was it? Yeah, it was when it was like the Friday, the Friday of Labor Day weekend. Yeah, like not a chance. Everything was even all the every campground in the world. Was yeah, um, and we're driving up Shadow Mountain, and all of a sudden we're like, ah, oh, crap! There's no campsites now. What are we gonna do? So we start driving back down, and then the tire pops. Where are you going? Oh, um, so then we were heartbroken because we had no plans on Labor Day or Memorial. Day. Because <laughs> my microphone just fell into my wine glass. Um, oopas. Don't hold the microphone like that too much. Okay, sorry. Um, uh, hold on. So, yeah, so Shadow Mountain, it's like this dirt, this gravel road that's pretty sketchy. Um, just keep it like that. That goes up and over this, like, kind of small mountain. There's campsites all along it. That's National Forest campsites. So they're, like, either f- some of them are free. Some of them are, like, just, like, super cheap but they're full and we're going down and we're going pretty slow. And I open my window just cause it's nice out. And I just hear this like, I was like, ah, it's nothing. Keep going. What is that? And then until I was like, I stopped and it was, and it, you know, must've been under the, the bottom of the tire. So it was covered. So it wasn't hissing. And then I kept hearing it and then I stopped again and it was, open so i could hear it like just going just i was like oh shit that's a that's a flat tire that's a hole in the tire so we gingerly drive i gingerly drive out of this out of the national forest and luckily the road just like goes right to the highway right out kind of by the airport and stuff so we get to dornan's which is like you know it's like a gas station in the national park gas station restaurant stuff like that and they have like an air pump and i start pumping it up and it's going out it's, as you're pumping it up yeah sorry i'm bad at this microphone thing it's i'll right. figure it out give me another try you guys don't give up on me as she says i'll figure it out she's like screaming like into in the microphone <laughs> um so i get it pumped up enough to get to town and we get it to our house because like okay even if it's there like it's not gonna it's gonna be fine if it goes flat here and then I find the little jack and it's a, it's a big Ram truck, but it comes with like this little crappy jack. Like, like if I jumped on it, I could probably bend it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
put it under there just in case. And then we get, <laughs> luckily, your mom has AAA. So we use that to call. Yeah, Debbie. To get, um, within that, you get like free um, tire like, changes, yeah. stuff like that. Um, so this tow guy comes up here and puts the just puts the spare on and then he takes my the main tire and he says he'll patch it and i'm like all right sick yeah do that so then he patches it the next day i go down there and it was like 30 bucks <laughs> to do can that can we just talk about how it was 30 dollars yeah so he patches it for 30 dollars and then he puts it put they put the new one on or the the regular tire back on put the spare back under it's all good. And I've been on that tire ever since then. And it's been totally good. So great job to, um, I forget Ron's towing. Something. They're not even in yeah, business. They're Ron. not in business really? anymore. Yeah. I went in that same biz- building to see about your tires. And I was like, yeah, can you do this? They're like, no, we don't do that at all. I'm like, what? I just got this done. Like, yeah, not that long ago. Funny story. Just, <laughs> yeah, just the other day, about a month ago, actually. Um, my tire popped from a nail and I was like, oh, dang it. But it'll be fine because they fixed tires. Tyler's tire for $30. Yeah. So this should be fine. Long story short, four new tires later and like, what was it? Like two grand basically. Not for tires, but they just. Yeah, breaks this too. is what you get when you don't bring your car in for anything for a year. Everybody if you move somewhere, you still have to bring your car in for oil changes. You still have to go to the dentist and the doctor. Don't let those things slip. Because mm-hmm. I did. And now I'm short a lot of cash. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah so, so with an all-wheel drive car, you yeah. can't just, like, replace one tire. And it was in the sidewall. Um, they so discontinued they the tire. It. it was a series of unfortunate yeah. events. And, and her, the factory warranty or the... The warranty we got was with Discount Tire, and there's not one here. There's one in Idaho Falls, and it was just this whole mess. Yada, yada, yada. Now, now I have new tires. Yeah. The Rogue is running again. Yeah. Instead of just a quick overnight patch for $30, which is what I got, she had to get, go through all this. It took, it took like three weeks. All this stress of like t- asking everyone, everyone if you can fix it or help fix it or do something to and help. And then I'd tell one person about it and they're like, they're screwing you. Go somewhere else. So I'd take it in another place and like at the end just gave up and it was like, please, anyone fix this car. Okay, they whatever. Were, I, they totally took advantage of you. Yeah. They do with that. your like the classic the like that don't know anything about cars yeah they totally did that whole thing with you and i wish i would have been in there when they explained it to you because it would not have gone down the same yeah they claimed they couldn't like patch it and then um which they couldn't they couldn't patch it for good but they could patch it enough for me to get it to idaho falls where i had a warranty which at the time we thought they were just going to replace that one tire um and then we brought it to another place and he was like yeah that's no problem I'm like how do you guys yeah, the amount they were telling that. you they're going to charge for you all that work. It was insane. It's insane. But anyhow. Okay. Do we have any more of those type of things or not really? Well, my, my main one was me falling on my bike, which I don't think I've told on the on here. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure. I think you did. Well, now is the time to, re- to retell it because this is, <laughs> you're asking, you were asking what about it. You brought okay. it up. Okay, okay, okay. Go for it. So I was. It just hurts my face to hear it. <laughs> I was mountain biking in the bike park here at the resort and um, and I was doing a bunch of laps on this jump line and um, I was about to be done. My stepmom, Leanne, was in town and so I was um, – I just texted her on the way up like, okay, last run and I'll come in and hang out and – which is the worst thing you can possibly do. And we've talked about that before. I'd never say last run. <laughs> um, the, uh, so I'm going on this jump line. I've done it a bunch of times. So I was pushing myself harder and harder to go farther than the jumps and whatever, all that stupid stuff. And the next thing I know, I'm sitting on my bike on the side of the trail covered in dirt and blood, super confused to have no clue where I am, but I at least know that I am who I am. <laughs> Um, and I just call Taylor and I'm like, where am I? Even though I was, I was like a hundred yards away from the Teton club, <laughs> which is where Leanne was. And I know where I'm at. No, usually would know where I'm at. And 
I like FaceTime her so I can see my own face and it's like all messed up. Like my cheek is just like scraped I was babysitting for someone who was yeah. at like in a wedding and had to leave and go pick him up and bring him to the ER. Which I knew. And I had, and in that moment I had no clue. I was like, where are you? What are you doing? And I knew, but I knew what she was doing, you know, out of concussion. Yeah. So then I get my, I call my mom and say, Hey, I fell really hard. Can I come up there? And I just like get up there and like rinse off, rinse the dirt off in the shower, try to, stop the bleeding a little bit and then Taylor comes and I'm just like really, really, really out of it. Um, and yeah. And you might've seen from like my Instagram stories. If you followed me at that time, uh, my cheek was just scraped off and then like, it just had road rash, like all of my arms and knees and legs. And it was not fun. A little concussion, but I just took it easy and didn't do any biking for a little bit. And that was before no. the 4th of July, so um, our pictures of him when we were rafting on the 4th of July, he was, like, wrapped in plastic wrap and duct tape <laughs> so he wouldn't burn his yeah his road rash. Yeah, my road rash was newly healing, so I, yeah, Nurse Taylor wrapped it all up. Oh, yeah. But other than those two things, there haven't really been any, like, injuries or, like, really bad days that I can think of. No, it's been pretty good. Most... Especially for you, because you have some bad luck sometimes. Yeah. One year injury free, you guys. Yeah, way to go. Booyah. The only ER visit was me. Yep. (laughs) Love it. Is there any other fun games you want to play? Let me think. We're at 50 minutes, so it's plenty long. No, that's all I got for now. Okay. To be continued. All right. There there you have it. Um, that is our one year of living in Jackson Hole anniversary episode. Um, I'm sure we'll have, if I have anything to say about it, we'll have many more anniversaries of living in Jackson Hole. Right, Taylor? Mm-hmm. Okay, everyone. Um, stay inside, wash your hands, wash your butt, <laughs> and um, hang out with your dogs. Stop. Read some books. Work harder if your if your Stay job inside, is still going on. But get outside a little bit if you can. Away, Away from, from people. people. Go into the woods and be alone with your dogs. Cheers. Okay, everyone. Cheers, hon. Thanks, everyone. Okay.